Today's Let's Grow conversation with our growth expert, Natalie South, is brought to you by the amazing team at MRI Property Tree, helping you take your property management business where you want to go next. Very shortly, we are going to be diving deep into today's episode, which is all around the one thing that Nat found really improved her client's experience during the leasing process. So looking forward to getting into that one today with you, Nat. But before we dive in, we like to start each conversation with some gratitude. So we'll start with you, Terry, then we'll go to Nat. What are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for my beautiful Labrador honey. She's just so, I mean, she's a little bit smelly. Um, but she's very, very, like she just is so happy to see me. She will eat whatever I give her and she just really makes me smile throughout the day. I get to to look out my window and see her snoozing in the sun or the shade depending on what the temperature is outside. So very grateful that honey came into our lives. Um, Nat, what are you grateful for today? Today I'm grateful for Costco. I made a visit there recently um, and even though I went home $585 broker, they say it's cheaper but I'm not convinced by this. Um, it is it is actually cheaper for, for meat and my husband eats a lot of meat. So, you know, the standard kilo of mince at Woolworths is like $20 whereas Costco it's $9 a kilo. So I'm extremely grateful um, that Costco has really good priced meat, not as grateful for the rest of the items they sell and trick me with when I go there to buy my meat. I've never been to Costco. I'm a little bit scared, actually. I saw those giant bags of um, chips at my sister-in-law's once and I was like, oh my goodness, everything must be like oversized. So yeah, I haven't been to Costco yet, but I'll need to check it out. Um, Sean, what are you grateful for today? Before I tell you, I was just laughing because the Costco story reminds me of my sister-in-law before the border closed. She went to Costco as well. So she's from Bribie. So she goes and visits her friends. She went up to Bribie Island, went to Costco with her girlfriend. And they came home with six. And Terry, when you just said like everything must be large, I felt like I was in America, like six giant muffins. And I was like, guys, I'm not like a healthy, I don't want a muffin. They're like, yeah, it was something like if you bought like two trays, you got like four or something. I don't know, something crazy. And they left these bloody muffins in my house. Did I eat the muffins? Of course I ate the muffins. They were delicious. But I'm, yeah, Nat, I'm I'm on, I'm on team Costco because they were delicious. But yeah, I feel like I would do the same as you drop a whole lot of cash and it wouldn't work out cheaper. But anyway, I am grateful for my husband. So he's building um, a bus at the moment, our bus. So we're going to be traveling next year. And man, this guy's coming up against so many hurdles, like every week, something's breaking, something's not working. And he's just pushing through like a champion. And he's just, I feel like, I don't know how he is so good with his hands when it comes to these kind of building things. Obviously he cooks um, and knows how to build stuff. And I'm just grateful that I have a hubby who's um, handy because if I didn't, we would not, we would be broke right now because the amount of things that we would have to pay to get done would be insane. So yeah, feeling very We need to swap drapes and Josh then. Because Josh is useless when it comes to building anything and sounds like Drapes doesn't eat as much. So, I mean, I'm just weighing it up here and thinking I might take Drapes and you can take Josh. <laughs> He'll feed you really well for a couple of weeks and then you can send it back. Um, but anyway, we are super excited to have you, Nat, join us as part of our Let's Grow series. And today you're going to be talking about something that all agencies can definitely do to really improve the client experience during the leasing process. So I just want to dive straight into it. Can you please share with our listeners what that might be, please? Absolutely. And again, this was a bit of a tricky one because we always know when we we ask the one thing, it's got to be a big thing, right? Um, and when I really thought about this, 
I absolutely think that the speed of communication in terms of the response to my clients um, and the, the, the detail in those responses definitely took that customer experience to the next level. Um, we have to think about when someone's putting one of their most valuable assets to the rental market, whether it's their first time investing or maybe they've done it before, but they've had a really poor experience, it's extremely nerve wracking for them. There's a lot of emotion involved. It may be a family home they've raised their young ones in. They may be moving due to financial difficulties. They may be moving due to COVID circumstances in the current market. Like you just don't know. Um, So that is one of the times when they are most anxious and they are most vulnerable. So the way you communicate with them, the speed and the accuracy makes a massive impact on how they feel throughout their investment experience. So, Nat, and I absolutely agree with you there, I often talk with um, teams that I'm working with about just how vulnerable our clients are through, throughout that leasing process. And, and I'm glad that you mentioned it doesn't matter if they've done this before, it's still a really big deal. And I, I, I don't know that as an industry that we, we pay enough attention to this, actually. So I'm glad we're talking about it today. So when you first, um, you know, you've brought them on, you've signed them up and you're talking about that, that leasing process, did you actually set some expectations around how often you'd be contacting them or, or what you'd be providing them with? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So when I um, went through um, and met a potential client at their property to provide them a rental appraisal, I was really, really detailed around the leasing part of the process. So what exactly would take place? What communication I would have with them at which stage? So when we were getting the property on the market, after the inspections, when we were presenting applications, Or what would it look like if we didn't get an application after the first open home? What was next? So that all forms part of that leasing process. It's so important to understand what your client's preferred way of communication is. So then you can communicate with them via that to get the most out of um, that time where you are on the market and get the quickest responses from them as well. So I think it's really key when you are going through that leasing process to really set some clear expectations around what you're going to deliver to them but also what you're going to need from them to make sure that we can get them the best tenant in the shortest possible time frame for the best price in the market at that time. Excellent. So did you make it a a point of always calling them before you left the office or did you send uh, one of the automated um, uh, reports, I guess, through something like Inspect Real Estate? Yeah, so after the inspection, are you meaning, Terry? Yes, yep. Yeah, perfect. So um, we had a process after the inspection for us and that that process was we used Inspect Real Estate to send written feedback reports. Now, if I was doing the inspection myself, I would send them immediately after the inspection. If someone else was doing the inspection on my behalf, it would be sent to me, I would review it and then I would send it to my clients. I would also just give a follow-up or a text message just depending on if they were easy to catch over the phone, just letting them know that I had sent the report, this is what it entailed and give them an expectation on when they can expect to hear from me next and what that would look like. So it may be, hey, Nat, just want to let you know, I've just sent you through the feedback report from the open home we just completed. Great news. We had nine groups through. I've got two possible tenants that I do think will submit an application. They know they have to have that through to us on Sunday. So I'll touch base with you on Monday and let you know details of that application or alternatively, we'll have a look at what the marketing's been doing in the back end. And we've got that plan B price there if we need to make an amendment, we'll do that early on in your campaign. 
Great. So I, I, um, I'm just thinking, as you do, I can actually kind of picture that process because I know you actually asked the question of our challengers who are um, sort of doing the next level growth challenge with you. One of the, one of the things that you've asked, and I think it's actually this week because we're, we're in round, not, not round, week, week six at the moment, and, and you're actually asking them how many touch points do you think they need during this process, during this leasing piece? And then the answers have always really surprised me. So it's actually quite a lot, isn't it? It really is. And it's not just, I think, about how many touch points, it's but what is the quality of those touch points? And something I think is so vital for us as BDMs when we're having interactions with our clients is thinking about this one thing. I need to provide the answers to my clients before they ask. So we know, right, clients are extremely um, edgy or they're anxious about how many people are going to intend their first inspection. So how great would it be knowing your first open homes on a Saturday to get a contact from your property manager, whether that was an email, a text or a voice audio or a phone call to say, hey, Nat, just want to let you know, open homes still going ahead for 10 a.m. tomorrow. We've currently got 10 groups registered to inspect. That's going to put that clients at ease. You can also say to them, I'll shoot you through a written report and I'll give you a buzz afterwards. So then you've also set the expectation around when they're going to receive their next two points of communication. So they're not left wondering, when am I going to hear from Nat? Because they've already been provided those answers. So that's one very small touch point where you can add value to the client. You can ease their mind. You can manage their expectations and set an expectation on when they're going to be hearing from you next. Yeah. So we um, will have listeners who are, are not based in, in Queensland where the, the market or even Adelaide, I guess, where the market is very good at the moment. So we'll often need to help our clients understand that they do need to make a price adjustment. Do you think that, again, that, that the quality and the, the quantity of touch points helps you get the price faster where it needs to be? Absolutely. And what we see in the market so often is the uh, the more days into the campaign or, you know, you get to the third week and the fourth week of a campaign and what you find is the number of communications drop off that you're having with your client. Whereas what we need to see is the opposite effect. If you're having three communication touch points in the first two weeks and you haven't rented the property and you know you need some serious movement from the client, then I want to see your communication touch points double. So if we think about that same scenario where we're checking in with them before the inspection, this is a really great way to manage their expectations before you get to the open home. So, hey, Nat, just wanted to let you know, unfortunately, we don't have anyone registered for tomorrow's inspection. What that tells us is that we're not getting the interest. We know the marketing's done what it needs to do, but we're not getting the people register. So, look, we'll have tomorrow's open home because I know you said that you wanted to see how that pans out. But like we discussed, once we finish that open home, if we don't have people through the door, we can't rent your property. So let's make an amendment to the price to make sure that we don't have another week's worth of vacancy, which is going to make the difference of that $10 a week that we could have amended it and got you a really quality tenant before we start to see that really lasting impact on the campaign. Yeah. Oh, great answer. I love how you um, you fall into to script mode really uh, easily. It's great. So um, thanks for that, Matt. I, if, if guys, if you're not paying attention to the the quality and the quantity of touch points that you do have with your clients throughout the leasing process, and and I'm just going to put it in there. It's not just for new business. This is also when we're releasing a property. Um, then yeah, you definitely need to pay attention to what Nat said today. So thanks for your time, Matt. 
No worries at all. And don't forget speed, guys. The speed of the communication is key. People, you think about Google, you think about Uber. People don't wait for responses. They want it now. They want it yesterday. So the speed of your response is absolutely vital. Love it. Amazing. Thank you so much for that, Nat. And guys, if you are interested in learning more about how Nat did become the number one BDM for Harcourts in Australia, bringing on 333 new management in just one year whilst working smarter and not harder, you really need to check out our Next Level Growth Challenge. The challenge is run over six weeks and not only does Nat share the exact game plan that she used as an award-winning BDM, but she coaches you each week around how to implement what you've learned, she'll give you action steps you need to take, and she'll help you overcome any roadblocks that you come up against. And we promise that if you do the work, you are going to see phenomenal results just as our past challenges have seen. So if you'd like to know more about our six-week Next Level Growth Challenge, please head over to pmexcite.com and click on the Growth tab. But that's us for now. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen into this conversation and we look forward to bringing you another one next week. Until then, stay safe and enjoy the rest of your week.